my wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. And we're missing Mike today, but hopefully he'll pop in soon. Um, otherwise, technical difficulties. Who knows? Something, internet, uh, who knows? But hopefully he'll pop in here a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Wanted to start today's show by uh, uh, giving a, a shout out, a tribute to. Um, Maybe Rock he's in mourning, Eddie. He may be in mourning. Yeah, he could be. Um, to Eddie Van Halen, who passed away this last week of throat cancer, I believe yep. it was. Um, uh, you know, the definition of a rock god from the 80s, that would definitely be Eddie Van oh, Halen. Oh, for sure. One of the most influential, you know, a pioneer, really, in playing guitar. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I heard something about how they invented tablature because of the way he played. I could see that. I mean, he, like I said, he, cha- he changed the way people play. Yeah, and we like those. So many people. The finger so tapping many type of thing. playing guitar just because of Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't one axe guy who didn't learn how to play Eruption at some point. Exactly. So, yeah. So, rest in peace, Eddie. Um, we appreciate your contribution. You will be missed, no doubt. Absolutely. So, today's episode, we are talking about the Karate Kid. And Cobra Kai, uh, the series that you can now see on Netflix. I believe it started out as a YouTube production, available only on YouTube, whatever they call it. YouTube Red. There you go. Now available on Netflix. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, I guess starting with the movie we can talk about. When Mm -hmm. I was a kid, I went and saw this movie. I was like, I loved it. And I'm not really all that into karate. I wasn't really into Ralph uh, Macchio all that much. I don't know if anyone but maybe his family was into him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. But, you know, I I really enjoyed this movie Um, as a kid. I remember coming home from the movie and – trying to challenge my sister to a karate fight because, you know, 12 or something like that. I can't remember how old I was. But I love how goes, movie leads to domestic quarrels. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see this movie, and I yes, I was very impressionable at a young age, so I thought I was pretty schooled. It feels like a full training regimen. I mean, it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about Karate Kid is it's got the same director as Rocky. Also yes. the same music, Bill Conti, who did the Rocky music. So, oh, yeah. You know, they started off with a pretty good collection of people. They knew the right buttons to push going yes, in. Yes, they did. And John Avelton, who had directed the original Rocky, was, I think, the perfect director for this movie. I, I always said, that's too, a- that that's why they had to have Daniel win at the end. Because yeah. if he just, you know, uh, uh, put in a respectable showing earned his opponent's respect, but still kind of lost at the end in the final match or whatever against Johnny, it would have been Rocky all over again. Exactly. Yeah. True. Yeah. No, they they ended it the right way. The only thing that confused me is Billy Zabka's character, Johnny, who is, of course, the ultimate antagonist in this film. Um, He helps Daniel hoist the trophy up, which I thought, Okay, this guy's been a, a dickhead for really? two hours now, and now all of a sudden he's 
you know, I, I, that part confused me. Even, he does. He, he, he has a line that's like, watch. he's like, "You're all right, Russo." Russo. Yeah, that's what he says. You're right. You're right. You're right. Exactly. Part of it was that uh, right before that, if you remember, uh, his sensei John Kreese gave him the famous command. Sweet, to sweep the, sweep leg. the leg, and Johnny kind of looks at him like, "Dude, really?" <laughs> and he says, "You got a problem with that?" That yeah, that's a great little scene too because there was yes, no, there was no like dramatic music or anything like that. It's just the two of them looking at each other. He's like, "Sweep the leg," and, yeah. And Martin Cove, by the way, perfect casting in that role. Yeah, yeah, he was terrific. He was perfect for that character. Let's uh, take a look at the beginning of it here. Uh, like the whole premise, uh, Daniel and his mom moving out from, what was it, Jersey out to Reseda, California. Reseda, right, and I felt sorry for Reseda, by the way, because they seemed to take a, an unnecessary just lashing during this film. <laughs> I mean, people are making fun of Reseda almost the whole movie, and he's embarrassed to say where he's from and this and that. Yeah, right. yeah. And I'm like, God, how bad can Reseda be? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently pretty bad. Um, yeah, so he goes out, he, he meets that buddy of his, he meets this guy at the apartment building and, and gets invited to the beach party. And he's like, oh, cool, I, I made friends already. They're hanging out at the party, and there he sees Allie across the beach. Oh. Elizabeth Shue could draw in a crowd. Yes. Still. Yes. Yes. A young, young Elizabeth Shue. She probably had to be the most popular girl in school. And for some reason, she's uh, got eyes for Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. She sees Daniel one. and her life changes. Right. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you the whole movie, you have to have a bit of a suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Here and yes. there. Probably the biggest okay. suspension of disbelief that you have to have is that Elizabeth Shue's character would even be interested in Daniel Reluso to begin with. Or not in a million years. LaRusso. Yeah, right. like, there is a line her friends say something like, What does she see in him? Something about fungus? <laughs> First of them is fungus. Like <laughs> 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 okay. what what is it exactly? Because it's like from her perspective, it's like, okay, uh, this dude, you know, he weighs about 140 pounds soaking wet. Uh, he gets beat up all the time. Everybody in school hates him. Uh, his, yeah, he, he's a, he's got a target on his back from minute his, one. His movie. mom drives him on dates. You know? Right. Yeah, right. his face is constantly badly bruised and damaged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in right. love. You know, this, is, this guy's everything I'll, that I've been looking for, you know. He gets absolutely jacked up, yeah. <laughs> Especially at that beach fight, my God. The, yeah, the beach fight, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was a kid, and the first time I saw it, the whole scene kind of frightened me. Yeah. Because as a guy, as a kid, there was always the possibility that something like this could happen to you. True, very true. You're right. If you cross the wrong person, if you talk to the wrong guy's girlfriend or whatever, you know, I I think that's what it was that like this could happen to you. Right. Absolutely. Getting the Easy. crap kicked out of you in front of everybody. Yeah, that's brutal. Realistic. Fucking eighties, man. 
Well, I think Ali Boombox gets the worst of that. weren't too. as worried about bullying and all of that stuff, so it was a different world anyway. Yeah, no yeah. Super you you kind of had to take care of the problem a little bit more by on your own back then. Yeah, you had to be tough about it. Oh yeah. Which you know, it's it's not you know that that bullying is is a good thing. Obviously, it's it's not. But at the same time, learning how to handle it also builds character, which, uh, I again, that's explored a little bit later on in Cobra Kai, though, too. True. You know. And I will say this, LaRusso's character is kind of a hit and miss for people. Some people liked him. Some people maybe maybe wanted him to get a couple of extra kicks um, <laughs> at the beach. Um, so, I don't know. I think that character, they wanted to be ridiculously likable. Um which it, I, th- I thought he was. Um, and he's not I, completely I, innocent in the whole thing either. Not really. No. He's because not. at first, he's not minding his own business. No. You know, that's a that's a thing between her and her ex-boyfriend. Right. And he sticks his nose in it. You Big know? time. And then... He doesn't make much attempt at diplomacy either. He's straight into, all right, let's fight. Let's do this. Let's fight. Yeah, let's yeah, fight. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and then, like, like the scene where he gets the snot kicked out of him at the Halloween thing there at the Halloween dance, you know, Johnny's yeah. in there rolling a joint in the John, and and he turns the frickin' hose on him. So here's what I'd like to mention about that. Okay, so between that movie, the movie, and the series, and this is a spoiler alert. Who for anybody who hasn't seen the series, go go watch the series. I highly recommend it. So what I found really interesting and why I liked the series so much um, is that it kind of gave you a perspective from Johnny's point of view in that, that whole bullying thing right. um, where he gets to tell his side of the story. And then you're like, well, I never thought about it from his side of the equation before. Here comes this new kid who's trying to make time with his girlfriend and is all aggressive with him and he was just sitting in the bathroom minding his own business and all of a sudden you know um daniel comes in and doses him with the hose and and the whole fight you know he provoked it it's like oh well yeah maybe he did provoke all of this shit that came onto him that you're kind of like feeling like he's the underdog here when he's actually you know the aggressor yeah, I, I, never I, thought, I never thought about it that way because they do make LaRusso look like the ultimate victim. But you're right. He brought that on as far as that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that chase down. And, yeah. 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 It, it, the, the problem is where like the scene where he's on his bike and, yeah. and the Cobra guys surround him on their dirt bikes <laughs> and like yeah. basically attempt to murder him. <laughs> Basically, him, yeah. They send him flying down the hill on his freaking bike. <laughs> but that happened. That was, I think, that happened like after the the dance, didn't it? No, it like happened. After he... It happened after the beach altercation, because yeah, I was uh, say, it was before the dance. I think it was okay. It was right after Daniel went into the Cobra Kai, not realizing that those guys were students there. Right. Uh, okay. Because they surrounded him on their dirt bikes, and they're like, "Ah, so you want to learn karate, huh? You know, hey." Here's your first lesson, how to fall, you know, how to take a fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's his second, his second bout, bout of uh, serious injury in the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, 
They're just helping him out. And that's yeah, where uh, that scene of him kicking his bike in frustration. And he throws it. <laughs> he throws it in the freaking dumpster too. It's right. Stupid goddamn bike. <laughs> and that's progression. That's where Mr. Miyagi overhears what's going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About his situation because Miyagi like kind of inadvertently hears the whole thing and goes in and takes his bike out of the out of the dumpster and fixes his bike and everything overnight. Like on that chase down, I'm sorry, go ahead. So I was just saying overnight, like a cobbler's elf, he just kind of bangs it back together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say that, that scene, the, uh, where they get, you know, doused with the water and then they go chasing after Daniel. Aren't they wearing like skeleton masks and, Little outfits, well, yeah, because yeah. the Halloween dance, yeah, right. they were, yeah, yeah. they're that always scared the hell out of me. It makes them look like some freaking weird, like cult or something, you know what I like mean? A gang out of the warriors because they've, yeah, they've all, yeah, because they've all got, the, <laughs> they've all got the skull face paint on and everything, yeah. And Daniel is dressed as a shower, yes, his, oh his my costume. God, you're right, Jesus yeah. Christ, I forgot about that, yeah, Miyagi Miyagi makes him a shower costume, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that that deserves an ass kicking in of itself. Right. <laughs> it's bulky. He's banging into everyone in the dance. It's it's an inconsiderate costume. Right. <laughs> Go with the shower for Halloween. I remember uh, uh, Jenny told me a few days back when I told her we were doing this episode. She said, "Yeah, that that Halloween party scene where they." catch him out at the fence everything she's like that scene scared the hell out of me when i was scared me. <laughs> scared the hell out of me absolutely intense well because you, you imagine yourself being larusa and those guys and all, you know they're all dressed up and i mean it's it's a scary scene yeah and of course then uh mr miyagi pops out out yep. of nowhere mm-hmm. and he's a great pat marita yes who who incidentally pat marita before this was a comedic actor Right. Right. Yeah, he was on Happy Days. Yeah, he was Arnold. He was funny on Happy Days too. He was in yes, season was, three of Happy Barry. Days. He was Arnold. Yeah. That that's probably the best part. He was probably the best part of the movie, Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the chemistry that him and him and uh, Ralph Macchio had with each other was perfect. Yeah. yeah. If you go on a deep dive uh, kind of YouTube tour of Pat Morita, there's some. There's some pretty rough 60s stand-up that, that he did. Really? really? Like what? Yeah, it's, uh, it's just real, everything is ethnic jokes. and so it's, Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I would love pretty to Pretty cringy. I, had no, I didn't know he did stand-up. He was, wow, I, I knew he was in, in comedy. I didn't know he did stand-up, though. He was, he was in at least two episodes of M.A.S.H. He was also mm-hmm. in Sanford and Son. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. He was part of a um, sort of motivational cult-like group thing that Lamont joined in on. Wow. <laughs> his, his character's name is Achu in San Francisco. Yes. Achu? He's been tight. There's a good YouTube clip uh, of him doing stand-up at the, at the Playboy Mansion in front of Hefner. Wow. wow. Holy crap. Yeah, Pat Morita was terrific. I... Did did he win something? Did he win something for like best supporting actor or something like that? Not that I'm he was aware nominated. of. I mean, he for the original Karate Kid. 
Yeah, I think Eliminator, but didn't win. Let's see. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I thought it was something like that, or he was at least nominated for something. Which the lore is that the scene where he gets drunk and and talks about his uh, his wife dying in childbirth. The theory is that's what got him the nod. I almost didn't make it to the final cut. Yeah, because because that scene, that scene is almost kind of out of place in the movie. I mean, yeah, they're trying to introduce you as much as they can to Miyagi's character, but yeah, you're right. It, get, it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, I read somewhere, was it Bill Simmons who had an article, I think, maybe years ago about Karate Kid where he said he said, it's a great scene, he said, but my God, that, that scene is too sad for for a movie like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that might have been part of the problem of that scene. Because I think what, right right as uh, Daniel lays him down so he can pass out, I think he starts sobbing, doesn't he? Yeah. Mr. Miyagi, yeah. Yes, I believe so. It's intense. Damn. Because what, what the hell was it? Is his wife died in childbirth? Was that what happened? Something yeah, like while, that, yeah. Nothing like while he was in the war, his, his wife died in childbirth in an internment camp. Oh, That's right. It was man. an internment okay. camp. Yes. Yeah, yeah that is nice. pretty heavy. It's very like 80s movie. <clears throat> yeah, he was going to be the first Miyagi ever born on American soil, and he, and him and his wife, or him and his mother both died. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nothing like a good movie cry to get you an Oscar nod, though. Right. <laughs> and a drunken one too. Right. Yeah, he's totally yes. shit faced at the same time. Yeah, he's lit. Yeah. It, it looks like he lost to. Uh... Dith Pran in the Killing Fields about the Khmer Rouge. Oh. So wasn't heavy enough for the Oscars. <laughs> 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 Needed to get a little heavier to beat the Killing Fields. Okay. <laughs> killing Fields must have been a comedy, huh? Never saw it. <laughs> romantic comedy. God, it's like Schindler's List watching that thing, man. That's just I never saw that movie. Darkness. Uh, but then you got, uh, like we talked about, uh, John Kreese. Yep. Sensei Kreese. A little one-dimensional, the, the villain is. But True. still, Martin Cove pulls it off beautifully. Martin Cove is great. Right. Yeah, perfect for that. I mean, perfect for that role. Exactly. And there's, he doesn't have much screen time, which I remember it being more, which is probably a credit to his. Yeah. His oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Who was that? Martin uh, Cove, the guy that played the Sensei. Okay, yeah. Place. Incidentally, Martin Cove was in the last house on the left. Really? Was he really? Yeah, he played a young deputy in the last house on the left, yeah. The, the original last house on the left? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the original Wes Craven one. Yeah, okay. Because the second one is, is good, but it's hard to watch. It is incredibly graphic. Um, sexual assault scenes, stuff like that. I mean, it's it's hard to watch. Hmm. Yeah. In fact, one of the actors said he didn't want to do the movie because he thought it was a bit much. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a little hard to watch. If you ever get a chance to, well, I'm, really, I'm really plugging it too. But yeah, right. <laughs> once uh, uh, Miyagi starts teaching Daniel karate and all that, the movie to me really slows down. It does slow down with the whole wax on, wax off crap. I mean, and the it, painting it of the fence slow. and the sanding of the deck. It yeah. really slows down. I don't know. I don't know that it slows down so much that it adversely affects the overall movie, but it does drag a little bit there. Yeah. 
yeah, it could have been accomplished in a montage, probably. I think, I think so, too, yes. It did make me wonder in the rewatch what menial labor job I've had that actually taught me to be a karate master. <laughs> a martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was those those techniques of the uh, wax on, wax off, and the paintbrush that made me think that I could, you know, put my sister down when I when I got home after seeing that movie. But you know, she there immediately put me on my own. I, I am unhittable. I, nobody can hit me. Right, right. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit there doing the paint fence shit, and nobody's gonna be able to touch me. Right. But you know, I think she just pushed me right over. There think about how much that shit stuck with our generation, though. Oh, right. As soon as you say wax on, wax off, boom, everybody knows what you're talking about. Oh God, no question. Yeah. Yep. And um, I think it's interesting because they they did they they revisited that in in this the the series the first season of the series which mm-hmm. in itself pretty much is like a a remake of the Karate Kid because it it pretty much follows along the same um, storyline of misfit kid you know finding direction in 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 martial arts kind of mm-hmm. thing with the same you know. Um, Daniel takes on the Mr. Miyagi role, and mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, the Cobra Kai. It, it's just really, it's just really interesting, and I thought it was really interestingly done. Mm-hmm. You know, because it does, even though it follows along those same points, it was a little bit more re- original in itself. And I don't know, I just found it really enjoyable. Talking about Cobra Kai. Yeah, the series. Yeah, the I watched the first one this morning. Just the, the the first episode, or yeah, just the first yeah. episode. I just wanted to get a feel for you know how it was made out, you know how bad was it, how good was it. I, th- I think it's actually pretty well done. Yeah, that's that's what I thought too. Because it yeah. could have been, you know, it could have gone a whole lot worse. Oh, yeah. it could have been a train wreck. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. what I was expecting. I was expecting it to suck. Well, I, I I was too. And I'm sitting there thinking, I, after I watched it, I'm like, okay, was this was this as as entertaining as I thought it was, or was it just my expectations were so damn low? Yeah, it far exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Far exceeded. Yeah, yeah, they started you... out with Zapka's character, Johnny, who's just beaten down by life as much as he possibly could. Um, so, you know, that was, and it was interesting to see, you know, because sometimes when you, you know, Zapka wasn't like a hard, hardcore movie star. He didn't do a lot of stuff. So, you know, can they still act? Can they still pull it off? And he does. Oh, he's mm-hmm. terrific in it. Yeah. Zavka's great in it. It's just a really interesting dynamic. I think so. Yeah. Because you've got um, Daniel, who's a very successful um, car salesman. Yep. You know, owns dealerships. LaRusso and he's still in, 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 in Johnny's still driving around in a 1980-whatever. Camaro. Was it a okay, Camaro? Yeah. yeah, it's Camaro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because Daniel tells him, you know, he's at the dealership there. He tells him, he's like, dude, it's it's gonna cost more to to fix the freaking car. He's like, we we don't right. have parts for the thing. It's gonna cost more to fix the car than to get a new one. Mm-hmm. Now, and it's kind a lot of, of like, memories in that car. At at that moment, right. you it's like you kind of feel embarrassed for Johnny at that point. You know, true. Oh God, yes. He doesn't well, come you know. in the best, and he's kind of disheveled a little bit. And, you know, like I said, everything bad that could happen to him has happened to him. 
Especially if on that day that he wakes up with beer. Right. I was going to say, if he wouldn't spend all of his money on that Coors banquet, right. <laughs> where he would be. Waking up with beer is never a good way to start the day. <laughs> no. Doesn't kick things off correctly. No. And he just, doesn't he, he just like grab a, a half of one that's just sitting in the, in the room? Yes. Yeah. Like it had just been sitting there up, all night. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and then he spits it out. Then he takes another drink. <laughs> Which I thought was amusing. <laughs> that, that altercation he has with that woman whose house he's working on at the beginning of the first episode killed mm-hmm. me too. Like, God, could she be more of a bitch? Oh my God. Like complaining about how <laughs> he stunk up her powder room. He's like, well, I told you, I had to go to the bathroom. You pointed me to that door. She's like, well, I didn't know you were going to go take a shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was dying. That was pretty good. So, yeah, so the, the, the premise of the series is that um, he's, he's – so Johnny's character has a, has a kid. Yep. Um, you know, uh, go in the wrong direction in life. I don't know, what is he, 16 and, like, skipping school and – yeah, he's and shit. And yeah. His mom is a complete lush and has, you know, no interest or control over her kid. But he and in this this character kind of really doesn't make sense to me his his like transformation. He goes to work at the car dealership just to like, you know, say screw you dad. I'm going to go work Quite for not. your 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 biggest enemy and um Somehow he gets turned around. I, I, you know, somehow he gets brought into karate, and it just changes his life. And he's no longer a, a, a budding criminal. And now he's like he's like a good boy. <laughs> you know, it's just like all smiles, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. All he needed was that was that positive father figure to. to turn I guess. It around. That's it. Karate. Exactly right. <laughs> it's like fuck you, Dad. I'm gonna go get right. To go from elaborate laptop theft schemes to. Right. <laughs> then there's a scene at the very end, of course, the big fight, the big climactic ending, um, that pose of Ralph Macchio with the one leg and the arms up. And the kick. As I say it now, just picturing it. Oh, a special note, too, to uh, you're the best around. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. One of the best <laughs> 80s montages of all time. With all the oh, with okay. all the karate fighting going yeah. on with that song, I'd read that was written for Rocky Three, but then was scrapped for Eye of the Tiger. I heard that yeah. as well. Yes, and it it does it sounds very very Rocky Three ish. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Bill Conti's one of my favorite composers, so I love everything he does. Bill Cosby, did you say? Con- Conti. <laughs> Bill Conti. Con- <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> Lesser known side hustle of Bill Cosby. Right. Right. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Gonna have a good time. <laughs> karate also makes me think of Elvis on stage doing karate for like 20 minutes while the audience <laughs> just waits on him to do the next goddamn song. <laughs> Craig showed me a montage of that once and it was hysterical. <laughs> I mean, just hysterical. I mean, he's he's kicking the shit out of that air. Taking care of business. Oh, yeah, he's taking care of business. Exactly, TCB. <laughs> they have the big tournament, and uh, uh, they I, they very conveniently skip over one of the matches, really. They, yes. uh, 
uh, Daniel versus Dutch, who was played nope. by um um oh what's his name? Is he the one who just died recently? Um, I don't know. It was a it was a southern body one, bag, wasn't it? Because the guy who says body bag, whatever uh, that guy died like I don't know, a couple of months ago maybe. Yeah, that was the yeah that guy was a little asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, he was wasn't he the one who like sorry again spoiler alert died in the the series somebody because dies the, in the series but I don't know who yeah, it is somebody has cancer and he dies and from what I read it was the guy who's had the body bag line because it was made as a point that when he dies they show him being zipped up in a body bag oh I see yes yeah, I had, I did hear line, that so. hmm. He dies in real life. The guy's dead. I mean, he died. So I don't. Oh, know. really? Yeah. So I guess they had to kill off his character, obviously. I guess. Here we Dang. go. Chad McQueen. That's oh, who okay. it was. That that was the guy who played Dutch the, with the kind of curlyish blonde hair. Yeah. L- looked like he, he kind of looked like he was coked up all the time or something. Yes. <laughs> now is he the one who died, or is it? I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google somebody who died from karate kid later. It's the guy who says body bag. It's like his only line. I don't know that he has many more than that at all. Yeah, he has some other. I can't remember what his name was. It, it wasn't Bobby because Bobby was kind of the kind of the nicer guy of the Cobra Kai group. Right. right. He was the one who, guy. who actually kicks Daniel's knee and then says, and then says, I'm sorry, Daniel. Uh, you know, and he regrets it right away. That was Bobby. I can't remember the the other like. Oh God, he was like such a a little shit. The body yeah, bag he is. guy. He just, he just looks like a little shit. Yes, he does. And and yeah, he also has that. His, yeah. He also has that cheesy line where uh, where after Sensei Kreese tells all the Cobra Kai guys not to touch Daniel until the tournament, so Daniel walks around and is like cocking off to him at school and shit. Yeah. And yeah. that little guy yells some one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. He's like, hey, it must be take a worm for a walk week. <laughs> you remember oh that? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, like, good, he's like uber crazy. pissed off, and that's the line he comes up with. Must be What a line. Because he's Incredible. walking with Elizabeth Shue, Daniel is, and the guy's like, must be take a worm for a walk week. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. See, now that sounds like something that guy would say. Yeah, for sure. And Very in character. So who saw Karate Kid 2? Did anyone see it? Oh, I've seen it a few times, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen it. I might have seen it, but I don't remember anything from it, I don't think. Is that, except... the, one in, is that the one in Okinawa? Yep. Yeah, yes. I was going to say yeah. that they went to Japan. Right. That's the one where he like has the 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 fight to the death afterwards. Or at yeah, the end and of it. Miyagi's got a rival that has lived there his whole life. So that's kind of a little other story going on, basically, within the movie. Yeah. And, of course, and then of course Daniel's got a new bully. Yep. That's, he's uh, a very bullyable kid. Yeah. That's what, uh, <laughs> that's what uh, uh, Bill Simmons wrote in that article. He said, you know, whether it's, whether it's here in the USA or it's overseas, he's like, there's just something about Daniel-san that just seems to rub people the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, bullies seem to gravitate towards Daniel for whatever reason. Yeah. It's like he's putting off some kind of pheromone or something that's attracting them. Exactly. Right. Like that Simpsons episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they smell him coming. Right. And the, so, um, the third movie was 
just freaking ridiculous. If you're Hillary Swank, that was the fourth one. No, it was the fourth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The third is with the guy with what? the ponytail. Oh my god. Yeah, Terry Silver. Terry oh, Silver is Jesus. one of the. It, it, Terry Silver is one of the greatest bad movie villains of all time. Man, he's hysterical. Yes. Yeah, he is. That's right. That you know, that's a really forgettable movie. Um, I didn't even know that existed. I I knew that there was the one, the two, and then the one with the chick. Yeah. I didn't realize that there was one for yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's three. It's the one before the the fourth one with Hillary, Hillary Swank. Um, and and yeah, three is very forgettable. Extremely. Yeah, Karate Kid three is just a just kind of a ludicrous movie. It is. It's it probably shouldn't have been made. Should have been rethought. Rethought out. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sly with uh, Rocky Five. Just maybe take a break and pause and go, hey, what am I doing here? Yeah. Right. So, kind of with this the series, though, going back to that to Cobra Kai. So you have you kind of basically have the two of them fighting uh, together again by proxy with right. um, their uh, students, I guess, as you would say, because Johnny op- reopens Cobra Kai. Um, and his first recruit is the kid who lives next door, um, you know, um, only child to a single, single mother living with their, um, her mother. So there's like three people living in this little apartment across from Johnny. Right. And he was a good kid, you know, good natured kid, very nice, polite, you know, not complete weakling and, um, somehow becoming a member of Cobra Kai basically turns him into an asshole especially when when um the uh uh, sensei oh i can't remember his name the crease guy Mm -hmm. you know shows back up and uh at the end of season one i guess going into season two he kind of takes over and it usurps his class and, and turns all of his students into evil assholes again that's oh. what I was going to ask you. So Martin Cove is in this series? Yeah. He, like, shows up on the season um, finale of season one. Okay. Kind of in the shadows. And um, then season two, he kind of, like, they have this this reconciliation and, and, you know, oh, yeah, I was terrible back then. I didn't know what I was doing kind of shit. But then, you know, he's behind his back yeah. taking his students to the back room and <laughs> teaching them evil karate. <laughs> I suppose. Right. So, you know, and, and that was kind of interesting to play on, but it was, it was like, so these two um, are meeting themselves and, and at the end of season one, I'm kind of like everywhere on this, but you kind of do have that battle between Daniel and Johnny again, but with their students. Yep. Played and, out with the kids. And, yep. Yep. And so at the end of season one, where they have the, the tournament, Daniel's character, you know, whatever, doesn't win. They they make him lose that, which was kind of, you know, refreshing in the sense that it wasn't um, for the first or the Karate Kid movie. It wasn't, you know, Carbon statement that. Exactly. Thank you. Um, so that was kind of interesting. And now you guys tell me that, you know, the original screenplay was that Daniel was supposed to lose. So it was kind of nice to know that they were able to make it that original vision that they had for the movie, at least in the series. Oh, I think think too. I think it it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It makes for a much more interesting story, especially if you're going to move on from that. Otherwise, Avilton would have been accused of basically turning Rocky into a karate movie. Yeah. Because it would have been way too similar as far as the ending goes. Yeah. 
so in that sense, I think that the series is, it's really worth the watch. And I wish, Brian, you have got you've got to at least go through the first season. I mean, yeah. I think well, you like probably. I, said, I, watched, I watched the one. They seem fairly quick. Are they thirty minute episodes? Yeah. God. Okay. They're like uh, under thirty minutes. They're like yeah. you know, it's at best twenty eight minutes. It. It's not something I saw and, and wanted to not watch the next one. I just didn't have time. But yeah, it's 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 good enough to where I'm like, wow, I want to see what happens next. It's it's very well made. It's very good so far for for my gathering. Yeah, and and there's you know there's some funny parts in it where it it doesn't take itself too seriously and it pulls in references from the movie itself, like um, when um, Johnny is training the kid next door and he gets you know a dojo back, so he's got this place in the strip mall. And he's like training his student by making him clean up. So it's kind of like you're seeing this, um, some flashbacks of, of Daniel's training, but given by Johnny where, you know, he's told to wash the windows and he like stops for a second. Is there a certain way I should be washing the windows? Oh no, just however you want to do it, you know? So it's kind of like, it makes fun of itself. Yeah, he goes, he goes yeah. ah, I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> Is there, like, he, yeah, he asked him if there's like a certain way he wants him to scrub them. He's, right, and, right. And Johnny's just like, ah, I don't give a shit. So, you know, it's just, it's little moments like that that are kind of, you know, it laughing and poking fun at itself and, you know, and not taking itself too seriously, which, you know, and it was just fun. And Johnny, Johnny has some hysterical lines too, like where he's, where he's like, ripping on his students without totally realizing what he's doing you know like where uh that the kids got like that pie shirt on like the eagles mc square shit and johnny just walks up to him he's like that's cool shirt he's like oh yeah thanks and johnny's like no i'm just kidding it sucks don't ever wear it in here again (laughs) and there's an interesting little uh, thing that they put in there too, where they're acknowledging the difference between generations, you know, mm-hmm. with Johnny and his students. There's a big yeah. difference because Johnny's just like, "What the hell? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why aren't you, you know, talking to chicks? Why aren't you, you know, going to parties? Why aren't you doing this? Because a, a lot of their stuff is technological that they're doing, you know, as is what's going on right now with a lot of young kids. Mm-hmm. And, and and the the show never takes a side either, which is what I like, you know, yeah, because yeah. because he, they, they make a doofus out of Johnny sometimes because he doesn't he's not familiar with a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no idea what certain websites are. He has no idea, right. like, getting online. And a lot of the stuff that he says is very uh, outdated slang and all those stuff that he uses. But at the same time, they also have him making legitimate points about life to the kids, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's some things that are a little bit unbelievable because what Johnny's character is, is supposed to be not not too much older than like me. You know, he's about the same age yeah. um, as us. And it's like, well, I can't imagine anybody my age not knowing how to use the freaking Internet. So that's a little bit unbelievable. It implies that he's taken some sort of weird social hibernation since that 84 uh, bout that he had with LaRusa. <laughs> 
like like he like yeah. the kick knocked him unconscious and he's been unconscious ever since yeah ever since right and, it's, and he's just now waking up into a new generation yeah it was an 80s induced coma yeah right <laughs> i mean there's making somebody a doofus and then there's making somebody a complete idiot so they may have right. gone too far with that it's like my mom knows how to use Facebook on a phone better than right. this guy or could get on a website. Well, he has a flip phone. He has almost nothing in his apartment and no friends that he can discern. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. But the whole, you know, I could see how maybe if he was, you know, lost in his own little 80 world of, of aggro male kind of um, uh, culture, that when he gets these new kids, teenagers, you know, the whole, the, the shaming and the, the picking on, um, you know, physical or um, personality characteristics of these kids. So you've seen through season two, Andy? Yeah. And there's, there's no Elizabeth Shue through the whole thing? Well, no, here's the thing, though, because it's brought up in season two about how, um, you know, Allie, you know, they talk about her and, you know, they kind of give her... Um, a little bit of a story of what's happened since the first movie. Johnny is like really still hung up on her. And after he's like with his um, karate buddies, um, after they like bury the one dude, he like tries to text her or, you know, through Facebook messenger on his phone, which he's finally figured out. She doesn't reply for a really long time. And then he's like having some crisis at the end of season two. And he goes and he, um, I think he throws his phone into the ocean. <laughs> For what reason? It's like I don't remember. But as, as it as it's hitting whatever it is hitting, you see this notification pop up from her. So okay. that's so kind of off, she exists off screen. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe she'll be back for season three. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I've got to get my hands on season two somehow. Like I said, I I've seen the first one, and then they kind of. The first season, I don't, I don't want to say it's like a, a cliffhanger, but it's kind of a, it's kind of an ending where they make you go, oh, oh my gosh, right? You know, oh, I, I wonder what happens after that. And what is he? What was he doing for? Well, okay, so he was like a, a repairman. He's like a handyman, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm like, what is he doing for work? But I, I can't imagine that that would pay well enough to have such an apartment. Wow, well, it's Rita. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Even then, even then, I think you know, I don't know. I'm probably thinking way too much into it, but whatever. But yeah, but yeah. I, hey, Craig, I was gonna ask you, Craig, Rusty, uh, Andy. I don't know if you've seen it at all, but uh, Hillary Swank Ford. Do you guys consider that watchable? I watched about the first half hour of it this morning, and I, I was, uh, I was amused. Michael Ironside yeah. is pretty cool in it. Yeah. Yeah, I have but not. I I don't I don't know if I could sit through more than ten or fifteen minutes of it. I don't think I could either. No, not again. I I did like maybe I don't know. God, a decade ago I watched it and it was it was fairly brutal. I don't know that it was you know something I could never watch again, but I certainly wouldn't seek it out. It's pretty wild. It's like she's uh, she's a troubled kid that's raising a like a peregrine falcon on the roof of the high school and. Yeah. It's a lot of just really strange choices. I was going to say there was some, some <laughs> shit about some bird or something. I couldn't remember what it yeah. was exactly. She's a falconer. Yeah, her, her bird angel. And then Michael Ironside, he's uh, running a, like a sort of right-wing group in the school called the Alpha Elite. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. What year was that made? 
94. So at the end of um, season two, I, there's this there's this huge fight scene between and I'm sorry I can't remember the the characters' names um, in the show, but between Daniel Student and Miguel, um, I think Miguel is his name. Really, Johnny's son? Or I'm sorry, Robbie is. is Robbie, okay, yeah. Before. Robbie, which you know, who is Johnny's son? By the way, I don't know if that was mentioned before. That Daniel student, well, I suppose I did mention that because he goes to work with Daniel. Um, but yeah, so it turns out that his student is is Johnny's estranged son. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and then um, Johnny's student, who is the good kid gone bad. There's this whole huge fight scene <clears throat> between um, Cobra Kai and uh, is it Miyagi? Miyagi. Yeah, Miyagi Do. Yeah, so there's this huge fight scene in the school between the two um, karate uh, dojos that's just wildly over the top, just like incredibly over the top. Like the whole school is like out of control. <laughs> yeah. No teacher or faculty member is able to reel this shit back in, and um, you know, which results in a tragic, I won't say any more than that, a tragic outcome. Okay. Which okay. in itself is the whole fight scene is just cheesy as all hell. I mean, you could see this coming from a mile away really? the first time. Oh, yeah. You could see oh, this wow. coming okay. from a mile away, you know, when the first punch is like thrown or whatever it is. But so how, many, how many seasons have they done? Three? Two. But Two? the third okay. is, in, yeah, okay. the third is in the works or, you know, going to happen. Well, yeah, it's gained a lot of popularity. Mm hmm. I yeah. imagine a lot of people have seen the original Karate Kid as a result of this series. You would think. Yeah, I was surprised because they pulled Karate Kid from Netflix, like basically right after. Did they? Did they really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's bizarre. You ever think that would have gone the other way? Huh. Oh, that is weird. Fickle world of streaming media. Well, I I got nothing else on. No, we got. Uh, we're going to spend too much time on the Hillary Swank version. <laughs> so, I mean, there's. Well, or part three. I mean, how many people have even seen the sequels? Yeah. I mean, considering yeah. Greg had to remind me that there was a three with the ponytail guy, and I remember that, that now, and I'm like, my God, that was bad. Oh, he's hysterical, though. Yeah. Terry he Silver, is. he's one of the most yeah. hilariously over the top villains. Yeah. Ever like bad movie villains. He's hysterical. He's he is worth watching the movie for. Terry Silver. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. You know, we can't mention all this without mentioning the remake. Has anyone seen the remake with Jaden Smith or other than <laughs> right. Will and I was just gonna say oh, that. A couple of minutes of it, uh just didn't, it all. I mean, I don't know, some that little junior high kid getting in a fight just doesn't interest me. Is it decent? Is it did you see the whole thing? No. Okay. Rusty, you seen it? No. Yeah, I just had no interest. I, I don't know. Wait a minute. Jackie so, Chan was pretty good in it from what I understand. Yeah. For Karate Kid Part 3, it says, Ostracized villain John Kreese attempts to gain revenge on Daniel and Biagi with the help of a Vietnam War comrade, the wealthy owner of a toxic waste disposal business. That's why I said he's he's a hilariously over the top villain, and he knows karate too. Wow! Getting a little Captain Planet in there. Toxic Avenger. Wow. Okay. Cool. So yeah. So um, <clears throat> I guess that's our Karate Kid episode. Um, 
great movie. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, I should probably. Oh, you yeah, know, definitely worth watching. Absolutely. If you haven't seen the the original movie, at least you should see it, and then sure. watch the series. I mean, it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, it's you know no brainer, I suppose. But um, I'm not sure if it's still on YouTube or not. Did they pull it from YouTube? Do you know, Craig, or do you not subscribe to that anymore? I uh, well, I never did really subscribe to it. Oh, gotcha. I don't okay. know if they still have it on YouTube or not. Yeah. They so, had the first know. two episodes that you could watch for nothing, but other than that, it was just to get people uh, roped gotcha. in. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, well, it's worth watching. I mean, if you enjoyed the Karate Kid movie, um, I, I would definitely say that you need to check out um, the Cobra Kai series. Um, it's surprisingly and, and shockingly if that's a good word to use, um, pretty, enjoyable. Pretty well made. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's not really, uh, there's some cheesiness in it, but you know, sure. it's cheesiness for cheesiness sake. It's not right. like being seriously cheesy. No. And, but... and to go off on the cheesy thing, that's in every one of the movies anyway. Right. I mean, in, in, in uh, what karate kid two, he, he says honk and honks the guy's nose when he's on top of him and has him in submission. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't know if it gets any sillier than that. But that, to be fair, that's because Miyagi did that to Kreese at the beginning. True. At the beginning yes, of the movie. Right. Yeah. Call nice. back. <laughs> Doesn't make it less silly, but yes. Right. So, yeah. So, if you have the opportunity, absolutely check out the series. Check out the movie. Um, the first one, anyway. I can't attest to any other ones after that. But no, certainly worth your look, time. If you want to hear see a Hillary Swank movie, go see Boys Don't Cry. Go see something she won an Oscar for. <laughs> right. Don't right, waste right. your time on Karate Kid fucking four. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so cool. So check them out. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that Mike wasn't able to pop up today. Um, hopefully next time uh, we record, Mike will be able to join us again. So. Very cool there. So, yeah, make sure you check out Those 80s Kids on Facebook. Give us a like. We're on Twitter at Those 80s Kids at Twitter, I think is what our handle is on Twitter. Um, and then also just about everywhere that you can download podcasts. Um, we're, we're there. Um, iTunes. We're on um, Google Play, although I think that's changing. We're also on Spotify. We are on um, SoundCloud, um, Stitcher. Just about anywhere you download podcasts, we're there. So check us out there. And, of course, those80skids.com, um, where you can stream our episodes there as well. So, yeah, check us out. Thanks for following us. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Um, we'll be back soon. For those 80s kids, remember, I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of Those80skids.com. 2020, all rights reserved. Music by Atokada. All third-party audio clips used therein are the sole creative property with rights reserved to respective owners. <laughs>